Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Power Up and Game. I'm your host, Michael, and joined with me, as always, is my main man, Taylor. Taylor, how's it going, buddy? Man, I am doing pretty good. Pretty excited to get into our show this week. We got some Call of Duty, some Mountain Wake. Yeah, we're actually starting on time. We're not cursed anymore, it seems. Hopefully. So that's always a good thing. <laughs> Hopefully, yeah. Let's go ahead and get into our main topic. And real quick, we just want to say that you can find sources for all the topics we're going over today down in the description of this episode. We do that to give out proper credit, and if any listeners want to read further about the topics we cover. Also, it's important to note that you should take any rumors or reports we cover with a grain of salt until it is officially confirmed or denied. Of course, some reports and rumors will be more reliable but nothing is 100% in the gaming industry until it is properly announced. And even then, it might get canned in the future. With that disclaimer out of the way, here is our main topic of the week. Modern Warfare 3 has been officially revealed. We're going to split this bad boy up into four parts. General, Campaign, Multiplayer, and Zombies. We aren't going to go over absolutely everything that was revealed for the game, but we'll hopefully hit all of the major bullet points. Also, we're looking at a blog post from Activision, and I'll be quoting some excerpts from that post. And let's start with the general page. I think what might be best for us here, Michael, is to go section by section and talk about it. You agree? And that'll probably be the easiest, most efficient way to do it, yeah. Alright, so let's start with the general here. Modern Warfare 3 is being developed by several studios at Activision, but the core trio are Sledgehammer Games, the head devs on the project, Infinity Ward, who are working in a partnership role, and Treyarch, who are working with Sledgehammer and Infinity Ward to create the game Zombies Mode. The game is releasing on November 10th for Xbox Series X slash S, PlayStation 5, Windows PC, via Battle.net and Steam, and old-gen systems, PS4 and Xbox One. We don't have this on our rundown, and it isn't directly tied to Modern Warfare 3, but I thought we should mention that longtime COD developer David Vonderhaar has left Treyarch after 18 years at the company across eight games. So, Michael, I guess for general, I guess we should talk about the Warzone event that revealed Modern Warfare 3. And our initial impressions from it. What were your thoughts on the Warzone event and Modern Warfare 3's reveal? So I'm going to be honest, I did not see the Warzone reveal. Yeah, I have Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 and I have Warzone uh, on my PlayStation, I believe. Yeah, on PlayStation. Uh, but I've been so out of it and I've disliked Modern Warfare 2, especially Warzone 2.0 so much that I actually forgot that they were doing the event in the first place. But the reveal trailer I can talk about, and that I actually enjoyed. I thought it was kind of cool. But at the same time, I was like, yep, this is Call of Duty. Like, it doesn't feel like a big event anymore. Yeah, I get you there. And I will say the reveal trailer was less exciting than the Warzone event. I played the Warzone event. I thought it was pretty fun. It wasn't oh, okay. as oh, cool yeah. as the Godzilla versus King Kong <laughs> event or anything like that. I, for I forgot that was a thing. But it was, it was a pretty fun thing. Like, it was a lot of, like, squads were assigned to go to a missile silo and secure the missile, and then they had to go 
and basically storm the center of the map. And we had to like take uh, canisters to a helicopter for extraction. So I don't know. It was like mm. a cool, like massive mission we were a part of. Okay. It wasn't anything that I think would knock anybody's socks off, but it right. was pretty fun. I would love to see Call of Duty do this more often, and see how far they could really go with it. As for the trailer, yeah, it was a Call of Duty trailer, man. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Don't fear the reaper. I think was the song choice, which okay, which is pretty cool. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I liked it. I, I love, I love the song. But so at the same time, it's not a whole lot to go on. Some Makarov yeah. teases for people who are nostalgic, like oh shit, we're about to get into some real stuff right here in this next game. Well, they yeah they teased it at the end of uh, Modern Warfare mm-hmm. Two. They tease it so, again in the trailer, right? If I remember right. Uh, well, he even had, uh, Makarov even had his own trailer. Like, they did a reveal trailer yeah. just for him. I was like, Geez. That was a few weeks back. <laughs> That's yeah, how you know, like, yeah. like, you're really relying on your villain in the campaign. To whereas you're giving them your own trailer, or their own trailer. You know, yeah, like, you have, and that happened before the gameplay trailer. So, like, they were like, oh, yeah, we're sticking to the actual storyline. Yeah. And you're going to get Makarov this time around. It's like, okay, well, you better stick the landing for this because you're making a big deal as if Makarov is going to be a big part of the trailer. Okay, well, we know how you guys treat your big villains before. Uh, I remember when they used to do, like, celebrities, when they had celebrity villains, and they try to make them a big deal, like... uh, Kit Harrington from Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah. And they like, oh, this is going to be a big deal. He's like, he's going to be the villain. You're going to face him. And in the end, it was just kind of... He was the most... Look, I like Kit Harrington. I think he's a really good actor. And this has nothing to do with his performance. I think he was the most average part of that campaign in what otherwise I would call one of the best Call of Duty campaigns of all time. And, and that's because they didn't do anything with him. Mm-hmm. And everything else was so good. That's the weird part. Like, if you haven't yeah. played Infinite Warfare's campaign... For real, I'm not being a dick here. I'm not trying to joke around. It's legit one of the best campaigns I've ever done. It and and that's kind of like the sad part is that it's underrated because the gameplay was okay. Uh, the story and the missions and whatnot, you can tell they actually tried to be more than just another Call of Duty. Like they were trying to put their own stamp on the Call of Duty uh franchise. I was like, okay, I can respect that. But uh, yeah, unfortunately. It's because of the way they took it with the whole futuristic thing and nobody was really into it. Oh, yeah. It it kind of fell to the wayside. But yeah, I agree with you. I think it's one of the most underrated Call of Duty games out there. But talking about this Call of Duty again, you're right. Like They're going all in with Makarov here. As they should, by the way. If you've played the OG Modern Warfare trilogy, you know exactly why they're doing this. He is a big deal. He is a great villain. And hopefully, like Michael said, they stick to landing in the game. But let's go ahead and move on to the campaign, since we were talking about it. Obviously, it continues the story from Modern Warfare 2. Makarov is the big bad. Uh, Open combat missions, or OCMs, should allow the player to have more freedom in how they want to proceed in missions. Basically, in these missions, you can tailor your loadout and playstyle to what you want to do Stealth, guns blazing, etc. In open combat missions, players may also have access to vehicles in the area, 
leaning into that this is your sandbox, do what you want styles uh, Sledgehammer seems to be going for. I really like this addition to the campaign. I'm curious to see how well it's implemented AI-wise because sometimes in these games where it's like you can be stealthy and then you try to be stealthy and you're like, the AI is so bad. Yeah. It's not even worth doing it. So we just got done talking about uh, overrated Call of Duty games. So, uh, Taylor, did you know, or at least do you remember, that this is the second time they've tried that with Call of Duty? I did not know that. Yeah, uh, I, think, I believe it was Infinite Warfare. They tried something similar. To where I don't remember made... that. Was that more open? Well, it wasn't really open-open, but they tried to make it like seem like there's more you can do. Because uh, remember the grapple hook? There, yeah. were, there was like a mission or two where you had a chance to use a grapple hook to go vertical and go uh, on top of rooftops, on top of bridges and stuff. And it's like, okay, this is actually kind of cool. Uh, you guys are actually trying something different. Problem is, they didn't stick with it, and it just turned to another <laughs> run-of-the-mill Call of Duty running gun. Uh, so like you said, I don't know how they're going to implement it with this version, uh, but this is the second time they've tried that whole, yeah, it's going to be a little more open. You can take whatever route you want. It is not a straight path. Uh, you can choose your loadout, because I believe Infinite Warfare also did that. You can choose your loadout, choose the way you play. And like you said, the AI, the AI is going to make a big difference in that, because if the AI can just spot me from halfway, halfway across the map, there's no point in me being stealthy in the first place. Uh, but if I can do a whole mission just straight up being ghillie suit, I totally will, just to see if I can do it. Yeah, and Black Ops 2 also had a loadout system. I think Black Ops 3 did, too. But Black Ops oh, 2, they? the reason I'm bringing it up is they had a structure to where you could, like, change certain things in the game. Like, you had choice. And I'm wondering if you're going to have any of that in Modern Warfare 3. That you wasn't like said at all in the blog post. But, I'm, yeah, I'm saying, like, story-wise, can you, like, change any of the events? Or is this just going to be a purely linear thing? I'm fine if it's a purely linear thing, but I don't know. I find it... It would be pretty interesting if they were to go down that rabbit hole again. Yeah, see, there's a lot of stuff they can try to do. Because they experimented before in the past, so... Yeah, that's what I've always appreciated the campaigns for. Like, you mentioned Infinite Warfare, Black Ops 2. They've tried to experiment yeah. with stuff before. And it seems like they're doing that again here. And they did with Modern Warfare 2019. Hell, Modern yeah. Warfare 2, they tried some stuff. So, I really do appreciate the campaign team. For going out and being, hey, we just can't do the same exact thing we did from the last game. Let's try to build on that. <laughs> Let's try to innovate a little bit. So, appreciate it. Hope it works in execution. Well, let's go ahead and move on to the multiplayer, which is where a lot of people are probably going to buy in or start to tune me out. Modern Warfare 3 is essentially the closest we're probably ever going to get to the OG Modern Warfare 2's multiplayer in current-gen form. That's because all 16 core maps from Modern Warfare 2 2009 are going to be included in Modern Warfare 3. Quote, All 16 launch maps from Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 2009 have been modernized, both graphically and with meticulous attention given to the authenticity and aspects of the maps that made them so popular. Veteran players love these core 6v6 maps, 
And there's no better time to introduce a generation of new players to experience the community's favorite Modern Warfare content. Prepare for seminal design to meet modern gameplay. This faithful moderniz this faithful modernization of the maps keeps their authenticity intact while infusing the latest tech, gameplay, modes, content, and more. Though you might have noticed elements of Terminal and High Rise during your time in Almazra, the Modern Warfare 3 versions of these maps are built from scratch from the original 2009 designs. End quote. Here are those 16 maps. Afghan, Derail, Estate, Favela, Karachi, High Rise, Invasion, Quarry, Rundown, Rust, Scrapyard, Skid Row, Subbase, Terminal, Underpass, and Wasteland. There's going to be a new 3v3v3 mode called Cutthroat. A war map will be included. The mode is coming back from Call of Duty World War II, which was also developed by Sledgehammer Games. A new tactical stance feature that allows players to... Essentially, it's a middle ground between hip fire and aiming down sights. Uh, quotes. Modern Warfare 3 brings new levels of customization to create a class. Get ready to build your loadout based on cutting-edge uh, cutting military equipment, such as gloves, tactical vests, boots, and more, allowing you to fine-tune more aspects of gameplay. Game Map voting is back. Classic mini-map behavior with red dots indicating when the enemy is firing an unsuppressed weapon. All chosen perks are available at the start of each match. Gee, I wonder why they included that. The Covert Sneakers perk allows for silent movement, assuming you've chosen the correct footwear. Core multiplayer health is increased to 150. Hardcore mode is not affected. Quote, a vast amount of content and weapon progression from Modern Warfare 2 will come with you to Modern Warfare 3. This means every multiplayer weapon you currently have in your Modern Warfare 2 arsenal along with the new weapons available in Modern Warfare 3, will be accessible to use on day one, end quote. Michael, I know this is going to divide a lot of people. I understand that this is a nostalgic cash grab, potentially, for a lot of people. <laughs> okay. That's what they're going to see it as. Okay. But for me, this is a nostalgic cash grab that I'm totally buying into. You and me both. This is all the right things you could say to me for a Modern Warfare multiplayer experience. The only thing that could have made this better is if they said they were loosening the grip of the skill-based matchmaking. Only thing that could have made this better for me. One of the things, before I turn this over to you, that I love, and I feel like this is going to get buried in our discussion here, is this quote talking about the maps. And they were talking about Terminal and High Rise. And they said the Modern Warfare 3 versions of these maps are built from scratch from the 2009 designs. I love that because what I was kind of concerned about when I heard, oh, it's going to be all 16 maps. Oh, they're just going to port over the Warzone versions. <laughs> no, they're not doing that. They're actually going to build it again. So I appreciate that. I think there's a lot of, I don't know what the best word to use other than nostalgia. 
there's a lot of nostalgia here, but I think it's good nostalgia. It reminds me a lot, if I could pull from the movie world, it reminds me a lot of No Way Home. Mm. It relies heavily on nostalgia, but I think it's also going to do a few things that makes it stand on its own, too. Uh, yeah, uh, it's different nostalgia, but as much as it's all about nostalgia, it's also what fans wanted. Uh, fans like myself, you know, you don't reboot Modern Warfare and not bring back some of the classic maps that we loved from Modern Warfare in the first place. Like, yeah, some of the new maps were okay, uh, but, you know, we really wanted those old maps to come back. The map packs. Don't bring back the map packs have to buy the maps because you're going to put them out free anyway. But bring back all of those maps into uh, the multiplayer. That's what I That's what I was hoping was going to happen uh, when they announced Modern Warfare, uh, the reboot 2. When they, when they said uh, they were doing Modern Warfare 2, uh, the reboot, I was like, cool, maybe this time we'll actually get those new classic maps. But now uh, they're moving to 3, and you know what? I'm down for it because I, as a fan of Modern Warfare, that's what I wanted. I wanted those maps back. I was hoping that they would feed those maps to us. Um, at least bring it in, you know, with with their new seasons. Like, oh yeah, we have we have season six, but this time, for those who don't play Warzone, uh, we're gonna bring back this map. Bring we're gonna bring back Terminal, uh, for regular multiplayer, you know. And I was waiting for them to do something similar to that with Modern Warfare Two, uh, at least a remake, not a port. Like like you said, I didn't want a port, uh, but like a full blown. Built from the ground up, built with our engine in mind, built with our game modes in mind, uh, built with our new game mechanics in mind. And hopefully with this one, that's, hopefully they're doing it well. Because uh, it's going to be kind of hard to balance that stuff out. This is the game, I think we keep coming back to hopefully they do it well. This is a game that on paper looks like a home run. It sounds good. Campaign and multiplayer. We'll talk about zombies in a second. I'm I'm not convinced about zombies, but I think it's a home run for <laughs> longtime Call of Duty players on paper. Yeah. But for also people who play Call of Duty for a long time, we've been burned a lot. Oh yeah. So I think we're also looking at this like, okay, we're excited, but we can see a mile away how this can become a train wreck. Yeah, something stinks. Yeah, like this is either going to be, and I don't like putting things in, it has to be one or the other, but I just get the feeling with this specific idea for what they're going for with multiplayer, it's either going to work out tremendously, or it's going to be one of those things where people are just going to trash the shit out of it. I mean, if they don't do it well, oh, absolutely, uh, and I would join them, uh, because, you know, you can't mess again, up Terminal. I don't like putting things in the this binary system of it's got to be this one or the other. But for this specific game and what they're trying to go for, it doesn't feel like there's a middle ground where it could be just solid. <laughs> it feels yeah, like it's either going to be totally great or and, just awful. And, well, and, that's, and that's because the uh, gameplay system for Call of Duty has changed dramatically since the original Modern Warfare franchise uh, trilogy. And, you, can, you know, back then, you could take over Terminal or so many other places with with uh with uh, a couple of perks. This time around, they've changed up the system so much with how you actually earn how you earn perks, how you earn uh weapon attachments and whatnot. It it it'll change up the way these maps work dramatically for a lot of players. So the maps they have to be done like redone by hand uh because 
because the system has changed so much and the players themselves, you know, you can't use the same tricks you used in the past because those systems don't exist anymore. So it's going to be interesting to see how they work uh, those classic maps with their new gameplay system. Yeah. And they've changed up the perks so much that they had to change it back for this game. <laughs> Man, that was such a great announcement right there. Like, you know, especially Sledgehammer going like, yeah, we don't know what they did in Modern Warfare 2. We're not doing that. We're just going to have it normal. Normal perks, all right? Uh, but in terms of everything else that was announced here, the tactical stance feature sounds pretty cool. We'll have to see what that really looks like. You can kind of imagine what it's going to look like. But that's a nice little in-between of the aim down sights and hip fire. The create a class additions sounds really intriguing to me. How so? Well, again, this is why I included some quotes here. Because it says, quote, build your loadout based on cutting edge military equipment such as gloves, tactical vests, boots, and more. Allowing you to fine tune more aspects of your gameplay. End quote. I want to know what that means exactly. You think they're going to do the uh, injustice thing where your equipment uh, has an effect on the gameplay? I think something along the same lines as that. And that sounds interesting as hell to me. Again, again, if it's executed well, this game is so <laughs> just dependent on perfect execution for what they're going for. Uh, that, that's the weird thing. I, I hated that system in Injustice. And with Call of Duty, okay, it's like, what? Uh, yeah, you already have an attachment that allows you to reload 0.35 seconds faster. Now is the glove going to allow you to uh, reload another 0.25? See, I see it as more of these pieces of equipment could be perks as well like additional perks wait, so like, wait no what if they're like <laughs> what if they actually like your glove and stuff are like slots like one slot with your gloves can be sleight of hand mm -hmm. and one slot and one slot with your helmet can be like uh uh what's that what's that system where you can where you, where you get like a little uh notification on the edge of your screen that shows you you're being like oh uh, at? what was it called in Modern Warfare 2019, I don't know if it was in Modern Warfare 2 because perks are meaningless in Modern Warfare 2. Um, <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I mean, we see, we've we played this for so long, but, you know, I can't remember that because I don't use it because by the time the indicator shows that I'm being aimed at, I've already got sniped, so I, I never used it. Yeah, something like uh, that, or maybe you take less grenade damage, or that could be a flak jacket, like an actual vest. Flat jacket, Harden. Uh, your your uh, your Oakleys can have Harden in it, so that way you like you're affected by flashbangs less or something. Yeah. Like if they did something like that, that I hate to say it, but that'd be kind of like crazy fun and stupid at the same time. Because then it'll make like, oh, I'm not just using these uh, gloves to look cool. Like they actually have meaning. Like they actually do something in the game. And you actually got perks on top of that, like legitimate standard perks. I don't know. It depends on what exactly they do. I think if they pull an Injustice system, it could still work. I know, Michael, you're not a big fan of it, but I feel like it could fit into what Call of Duty is. 
but then that's more balance. Then that's more balancing acts they got to do when it comes. That is to, true. Uh, when it comes to the multiplayer, it's like, oh well. Okay, these set of gloves aren't working as intended, or oh, they're way <laughs> yeah. too OP. So we got to kind of find a way to yeah tone it down, nerf it. Or people using flat jacket are surviving explosives they're not supposed to be surviving. Mm-hmm. So again, it all comes down to execution here. Yeah. Anything else about the multiplayer you really want to talk about? I know we're both pumped about the nostalgia aspect of the game, but there is some new things here. Uh, multiplayer, I actually have to see what they worked on. Because all yeah. this stuff in a blog post, they sound cool. But like you and I said, it's going to be a balancing act. So a lot of stuff's going to get nerfed to hell. So I'm not going to get too excited about it until I see the initial uh, investment that they're putting in these things. Like, oh, yeah, we're going to we're actually trying. Like we're, we're changing the system so much that it feels like a new system altogether. So I'm 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 cautious. Yeah, I'm very cautiously optimistic. Before we move on, I do have one last thing that I think is a very underrated improvement that they're bringing back, and that's map voting. Man, I've noticed so many multiplayer games don't do that anymore. Like, you have to play on whatever map they bring up. I miss being able to vote for what map we actually play on. And if you get outvoted, you just got to suck it up and deal with it. Uh, that's one of my problems with Overwatch right now. They added a new mode that I don't like. And you cannot filter out game modes. You cannot filter out maps. And I do not understand why that's a thing. Like, I know, I, I, I know why. Because uh, some of the developers are like, oh, we don't want to split our player base. It's like, bro, you're just making people hate your game because I'm forced to play Flashpoint when I don't want to play Flashpoint because Flashpoint sucks. And a lot of people don't like Push. And they're forced to play Push because the game says too bad you have to play this mode. So yeah, I've noticed that more and more uh, multiplayer games are taking that away from players. And I don't I, I wish they stopped doing that. And last thing, the time to kill. Increasing the health to 150, I love it. I think it's far too It feels like I'm playing hardcore in these new Call of Duties when I'm playing just regular core modes. Well, the, the problem is like too many of them uh it feels like uh what was it? Uh was it Black Ops 3? I think had like a ridiculous no it was it was it was World at War I think that had a ridiculous kill time and nobody liked it and that's what killed that game and and like that's another balancing act time to kill in Call of Duty has always been tough like the more, the original Modern Warfare got it right somehow but other than that it's it's tough man I don't really I, no, like there's no real formula to it. For some people, they love the quick time to kill. Others would like a little more time. Me, I'm in the middle. I would like for there to be more time to kill. I love the time to kill in the uh, original Modern Warfare and original Modern Warfare Reboot. I think they got it right with those two. Uh, but please don't go back to like Infinite Warfare. Their time to kill was, was, was stupid. I don't even remember why I hated it so much. I just remember that I despised it and so many other people despised it too. So I am kind of interested to see how they're going to handle Time to Kill in this game. Well, again, we're both very cautiously optimistic, I think, so far. Which is great, considering that I think both of us are, like, we know about this game's development going in. And we both sat here as like, I don't know how they're going to get a full price game out of this. It seems like this game wasn't going to be a thing about 8 to 10 months ago. 
That's at least what I think the public thought. But almost definitely. I will say I'm not that excited for zombies. I never cared for zombies. I know it was a fan favorite in Blasphemy. the community. I know, I know, but I was never a fan of zombies. I always thought the zombie modes were shit. And I never understood why people and I love shooting zombies, don't get me wrong. Put a zombie mode in the game and you're damn near guaranteed for me to play. I mean, damn it, I played uh Oh man, I've played so many games just for the zombie modes, uh, except Call of Duty. I, I don't know why, but I hate Call of Duty zombie. I even played Call of Duty zombie modes on mobile. Their mobile uh, game, I tried it out. Still don't like it. I, I just despise it so much. For some reason, I cannot get into it. Although, with one of the Call of Duties, they had the alien invasion. For some reason, I kind of enjoyed that, but I didn't care for zombies. I don't know why, man. But uh, yeah, Call of Duty Zombies was never a fan. That was Call of Duty Ghosts you were talking about, by the way, with Extinction. Wait, Ghosts? Yeah, that was Ghosts. The most hated Call of Duty game? Other than Infinite Warfare, yes. Oh my goodness. And probably Vanguard. I think Vanguard's hit top three most hated Call of Duties. <laughs> I think poor it Vanguard. Oh, poor Vanguard. Yeah. It barely did anything. That's that's the problem. <laughs> I mean, that's the problem right there. Uh, but let's talk about zombies, all right? Zombies mode in Modern Warfare 3 is not round-based. Instead, it's essentially an extraction-based DMZ-style open-world mode. It's just PV, uh, PvE, though. Not PvE, VP. That's hard to say. It continues the Dark Aether story from Black Ops Cold War, but it supposedly fits in the Modern Warfare 3 universe. On one map, you can have up to four six-person squads, so up to 24 total people on the map. The mode reportedly has a one-hour cap before you are forced to extract. Now, there are a few things here that I find interesting. But after Vanguard Zombies not living up the expectations and not really doing anything remotely resembling a round-based mode, in my opinion, that people would love. And the end of Black Ops Cold War being so focused on Outbreak, which I actually liked Outbreak quite a bit, but it seems like Treyarch and Activision are trying to get into this open-world zombies mode, and they're kind of forgetting, in my opinion, what zombies was so beloved for. The round-based, getting this claustrophobic feel, completing some Easter eggs with some friends, just killing some zombies, chilling out, and it feels like they're trying too much to make this mode great. Now, there's some cool things here, like I said before, 24 people on the map with four six-person squads, fuck yeah. That sounds cool. <laughs> that sounds legit. Like, you can't tell me that does not sound really cool. Some of the things about, uh, I think it was also reported, this wasn't in the blog post. You have to go on to YouTube and look at the people who were invited out to look at the game and what they said about it. Supposedly, like, the outskirts of the map is going to be more easy, and once you get to the center of the map, that's where all the danger is. That sounds really cool, too, in theory. But what I keep coming back to when I'm looking at Zombies Mode 
is a one hour cap and then you're forced to extract. I'm not saying zombies need to be like a seven hour experience every time you play it. That's that's kind of a problem zombies has always had is it takes too long to set up and you play one game and three hours pass. You can only play one game of zombies really. But this is too far in the other direction. Whereas what if you're in a really great game, you're really vibing with it, but no, an hour passes and you got to extract. It takes you out of it. It's a limitation that I don't think needs to be on the mode. If that makes sense. But overall, I guess I'll see whatever the mode is. I'll try it out, definitely. But uh, it's one that I'm like, this is the least excited I am about Modern Warfare 3 is the zombies mode. And that's sad because I love zombies. I'm the opposite of Michael here. I love World of War zombies, Black Ops, Black Ops 2, Black Ops 3, Black Ops 4 doesn't exist to me. And Cold War is pretty solid. Damn. Look, Black Ops 4 tried a few things. Just like it seems they're doing now. And Black Ops 4 almost killed zombies. It was not great. So, uh, I'll try it out. I'll give it a chance. But I'm not that enthused going in. Compared, especially compared to multiplayer. I'm pumped about the multiplayer. Uh, okay, well, it really seems like a lot of Black Ops fans uh, really see 4 as a black sheep. Almost like uh, regular Call of Duty fans who feel that Ghost was was the breaking point at some at some point for them when it came to Call of Duty. Um, but it's I do find it kind of strange that you're optimistic for zombies while being cautious at the same time because you're like, oh man, I hate that it's open world. I hate that there's out there's a one hour cap, but I do like the idea of some of the changes that they made. Uh, so yeah, having 24 players on a map for like seven hours, I don't think that would be very fun. I think you see yeah. a lot of people drop out way too soon. But it's one hour. You're not gonna be playing with all 24 players at, or 23 players at one time. You're gonna be playing with your squad. But yeah, what I'm saying is that way. one hour. Why limit yourself to that? Is my point. Why put a cap on it? Why not just be like, hey, when you want to extract, call in your extraction. That could be an hour from now. That could be 30 minutes. That could be two hours. You know what I mean? Instead of putting it on this one hour cap. That's where I'm like, now you went too far in another direction. Right. And you know what? I think I can actually answer that question for you, Taylor. What's that? Uh, so, so there are more games now coming out with these extraction S gameplay uh, where you do work as a team and you only have so much time to extract. One of the games that I've been playing recently uh, that I've actually been enjoying that came out last year, but I recently started playing about a month or so ago, uh, it's called Shatterline. And it's a game where it's PvE, you and two other people, uh, you team up, you go out into this open world. It's, it's small-ish, but it's open enough to where it will take you some time to run around. And it's challenge based where you have to finish these missions and you can get rewards for it. Now, uh, to keep things balanced and to keep players from just taking over the whole map, uh, the game does limit you. It has what's called contaminations. Uh, as you and the other players go through the world, this meter will fill up and the world will start to change a little bit. There'll be certain conditions uh, that comes with every time the meter fills. 
like there's an entity that'll come after you that can't be killed that'll uh harm you and your squad mates another one is a predator that'll come after you and your squad mates and will capture you and will kill you slowly until you're saved by one of your teammates another one where a volcano s kind of molten comes out of the ground randomly like all kinds of stuff and they use that as a timer and when the meter gets too full and there's too many contaminations going off at one time or anomalies going off at one time, you're forced to extract. This thing can actually kind of cause tension as now you have like five or six different conditions coming off at you and your and uh, you and your friendlies. You have monsters coming to chase you down. You have the ground attacking you. You have things falling out of the sky to attack you. So I think that's what Call of Duty's doing this time around is that they're trying to keep that whole tension by uh, keeping the players moving and since it's an open world, you know, you're, you're, you're rushing to try to finish these objectives and work as a team. So I see why they uh, have that because it can create tension. And that is kind of where a lot of these open world free to play kind of multiplayer games are going. And, you know, after, uh, Ubisoft tried their extraction mode with, uh, what's their, what's the, what's the game they had that was in New York? I have no idea. I, I keep want to say Destiny, but it's not Destiny. It's a Tom Clancy game. Oh, the Division. Right. No, that's what I'm saying. That's where like they've done it. Uh, Call of Duty has tried it before. Mm-hmm. Like that's where a lot of these multiplayer games like are going towards. So I see Call of Duty doing the same thing. They're going towards the same uh, route. Yeah, that's what players want to do now. They don't want to sit there for four or five hours uh, playing zombie modes. They kind of want things to get going. And that is one of the downsides. Like you said, like if you're really gelling with your team, you know, you really got things going, you kind of want to chill for another couple of hours and just go over the world and run around and just fight zombies and find secrets. So, yeah, I completely see what you're saying with that. Uh, but I think that's where Treyarch or Sledgehammer is thinking is like, hey, this is the trend right now. Let's try and do that. Let's go ahead and just talk about the elephant in the room here with the developers it's gonna be confusing as hell to talk about the development of this game because it is sledgehammer leading it infinity ward who developed modern warfare and modern warfare 2 is working in partnership with them and then we get treyarch working on zombies in partnership with sledgehammer meanwhile you have multiple support studios if i remember right i read a report I think about a week before the game got officially announced, where it was said that a total of seven developers were working on Modern Warfare 3. And this includes Warzone, of course. It's going to be pretty damn confusing over the next several months to talk about the development of this game. Because as much as you want to just be like Sledgehammer, it's not just Sledgehammer. (laughs) Yeah. So it feels a little unfair to be like, yeah, Sledgehammer really fucked up the zombies mode. I was like, well, it, it was also Treyarch. So. Well, I mean, that's the thing with that's the thing with Call of Duty lately is that it's been that way for a few years now, uh, to where they had like five different developers, uh, fixing up on a game. You have one development team that's working on the multiplayer, another one that's working on Warzone, another one that's working on the campaign. And it, it's, it's gotten kind of bland on that. Uh, but that's the way Treyarch has been doing I mean, not Treyarch, gosh darn it. That's the way Activision has been doing it for a while. And uh, if I remember correctly, 
Didn't Sledgehammer also do the uh, OG Modern Warfare 3? Because it wasn't Treyarch. OG Modern Warfare 3, I think, was Sledgehammer. Because I don't think it was Infinity Ward. Because the development of the OG Modern Warfare 3 is wild. I highly recommend somebody, if you don't know about this, look it up. I think it's a, a YouTube channel called Chopper. Has a pretty excellent video on it. Like it's surprising that like Modern Warfare Three, the OG one, is was as good as it was. Mm. I know some consider it to be a bit of a disappointment, but man, it could have been way worse. <laughs> could have been way worse. Uh, but yeah, it was developed by Infinity Ward and Sledgehammer Games. All right, yeah, that makes sense. But talking about zombies here, so we can wrap up against our other stories of the week. We're not going to spend too long on our other stories of the week. They're they're not that in depth. But uh, yeah, man, I'm kind of excited for zombies, but at the same time, it's I'd rather just have round based. I really would. I know there's this big clash between the casual and the hardcore zombie fans. Whereas, just like Michael was saying, it takes too long to set up and all that stuff. And you have to have, like, a hardcore Zombies fan in your friends group to basically help you out, uh, it feels like, a lot of the time. But I feel like there's some kind of middle ground. I feel like Cold War did a great job with that. And the problem with Cold War Zombies has nothing to do with, like, the mechanical nature. It has nothing to do with the gameplay. I thought all that was, honestly, not exaggerating here. Cold War Zombies is like a 10 out of 10 in terms of gameplay. But where I think it really falters is it doesn't really have personality to it. It's where the older Call of Duties did with Richtofen and Dempsey and Nikolai and Takiao. And Modern Warfare feels like, okay, we can kind of do that here instead. Let's build a Dark Aether story with Modern Warfare. And instead it kind of feels like Treyarch's like, well, they did DMZ last year. We did Outbreak with Cold War. Let's try to just mash those two ideas together and see what works. So it feels like in a game that's bringing a lot of stuff back from the past, a lot of nostalgia, this feels like they're bringing back two things that I think fans are going to be like, why though? Why not just like remaster some old Treyarch maps (laughs) if that's what you're doing? (laughs) So I think that's where I'm coming from. But maybe I'm wrong. Maybe when it comes out, this is actually the DMZ mode that I would really love. Because I wanted to love DMZ in Modern Warfare 2. I thought it was just okay. So maybe this is it in Modern Warfare 3. But we'll have to wait and see. Any final thoughts before we move on? Uh... No, I might actually check out zombies or something. You know what? That's that's what we'll do, Taylor. Uh, when Modern Warfare Three come out, we can try out zombies together. And the guy who didn't like zombies, see if he likes the new zombies. And the guy who loves zombies, see if he likes the new zombies. That I think that'd be interesting thing for us to do. That'd be a nice experiment. Well, that discussion pretty much took a life of its own. Um, man, we had a lot to say. Uh, well, we knew we were gonna have a lot to say, but that could have been a whole episode on its own. We could have just done a whole. Call of Duty episode right there. So what we're going to do instead is we're going to break this into two parts to make this easier, uh, easier listen for everybody and to make this easier on Taylor's sanity. We want to thank you all for listening. We hope you come back for the second part. And of course, uh, check out nurse-.com where you can see all cool, th- all the kind of cool things with podcasts, 
uh, reviews, previews, news articles, all kinds of cool stuff about movies, video games, comic books, uh, guides, anything you're looking for, you can find on the nurse So thank you all for listening to part one and we'll see you all in part two.